0: You are listening to the Teleperformance Podcast on Spotify.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. Welcome to this podcast. My name is Lisa Dolan, SVP of Employee Engagement and Global Head of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion for Teleperformance Group. Today, we're going to talk about mental health. It's a super sensitive topic, and there's still a huge amount of stigma around it. And with World Mental Health Day approaching us on the 10th of October, we'll be doing everything we can here at Teleperformance to raise awareness amongst our colleagues, teammates all around the world. To assist us in answering some of the questions that we'll all have, we're absolutely delighted to welcome our mental health partner, founder and managing director of We Talk To, Jill Mead. A huge thank you for taking the time out today, Jill, to speak to us. You're welcome. Thanks, Lisa. No worries. It's great to have you on board as always. So we'll get started. With so much going on around the world at the moment and there being so many uncertainties, it's absolutely taking its toll on our mental health. And because of that stigma, some people feel that they're not comfortable to talk out about it what do you think and what's your recommendations in terms of what people could do to make it easier for them to talk about mental health?
0: Yeah, you're right, uh, Lisa, there is, you know, there is so much going on, isn't there, across the the world at the moment. And we know how helpful it can be for people to talk about how they're feeling, but for many reasons, and sometimes people just don't feel able to do that. And I think there's a few things that we can we can do to just help help encourage that a little bit more. I think it starts with understanding mental health better. A lot of the reasons why people feel fearful of talking about their mental health is because there's a fear that it's not understood perhaps as well as it should be. And that can often stop people seeking support for their mental health. So I think the first thing is just for us all to get better understanding about mental health what mental health is Um, and we can do that in various ways whether it's you know educating ourselves learning talking to people about mental health but just starting to understand it better I think you know it is is a good starting point I think as well what we have to be able to do is create the environments where people are going to be feel safe to talk about their mental health Um, we can't force people to talk. We can obviously encourage people to talk. And we do that by creating the environments where people know that they can talk about their mental health without that fear of stigma, of being judged, of being labelled. So the more we can do to create those environments, then the more likely people are going to talk about their mental health. And those environments that we talk about are environments where mental health is normalized, it's talked about, there's training, there's education, there's stories coming through. Um, but when people kind of see that happening within an organization, know that it's it's talked about in, in, a, in a positive way, know there's um, no consequences, I guess, to mm-hmm. talking about their mental health, then they'll make the decision to talk about it. But that decision will be made in somebody's own time when they feel like the time is right so the best thing that we can all do is create those environments to encourage people to talk and to get that support
1: when they need it amazing and what what would you say are the most common mental health challenges in the workplace so what what is it that individuals should look out for Well, I think some of the
0: most common mental health challenges are obviously stress. Um, And we know that stress is a response to things. It's our body uh, responding to different circumstances that we find ourselves facing. And I think, um, you know, many people will feel stressed about things that are going on in work in different ways now some stress is good for us we know that it's um, you know it keeps us on our toes it, it's what helps focus us at work but when that gets too much when we start to notice changes to how we're how we're thinking how we're feeling how we're behaving then that's time really to kind of um get some support for that or identify what helps us to manage that stress and that can often come with increased workload um, or changes that might be happening in the work environment, we might start to feel some stress as a, re- as a result of that. And we know that when stress goes unchecked, when we don't, um, you know, we're not aware that, that we're feeling stressed or we're not addressing that, that it can turn into other mental health challenges like anxiety, like depression. Those are the three main mental health issues you, we face really in the workplace. But what's important for us to know is that there is a rise as well of burnout of people who are giving so much of themselves at work because perhaps, you know, the world's going faster now, isn't it? Everything's moving at a faster uh, faster pace and we're trying to keep up with that. And I think that could, you know, that can be that can result in people just feeling burnt out with what they're trying to do especially when they're coping with things at home and things at work so I think those are some of the the mental health challenges that we face in the workplace and a lot of it is driven by 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 change but change is something that we're always going to be faced with so it's really important for us just to recognize perhaps those feelings of stress in the workplace and look at how we can help ourselves when we start to notice those changes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and as you know, working with us at, at Teleperformance, we work at pace. And that can be hugely stressful at times. Often, very much, we can hear people say it's really difficult to get that home life, that work balance And it's critical that they do get that. But when people are struggling with that, it can absolutely affect their mental health. Do you have any tips that you could share with with everybody and all our teleperformers of how people can try and achieve that better work-life balance? Yeah,
0: and it is is really hard, isn't it, to separate it at times. But I guess Mm -hmm. it's a part of our life that we have to put a bit of importance on, of making sure that we identify the boundaries between work and home and we're protective of those boundaries and um, the stress that we f- we feel in our life whether it's coming from work or it's coming from home kind of overspills into both those areas doesn't it and affects both those areas mm-hmm. but I think for us to be able to make sure that we're having that separation between home and work it's by identifying those boundaries and it's being able to Ensure that we're protecting that, so we are stepping away. We are, um, you know, not foregoing some of the the activities that we might have in our home life or the relationships that we might have in our home life at the expense of work. Because what will happen is that we'll see that burnout and start to show in individuals who are not able to separate the two. But it's a conscious decision. It's making sure that we are uh, respecting those boundaries that we are getting, and you know being able to challenge those if we feel that they're being blurred in some way, but that's not to say it's always an organization's um uh, you know kind of issue if people are, are working you know across their home and and work life sometimes as individuals we allow that to happen rather than kind of saying to ourselves, do you know? Um, this is my boundary and actually now I need to take this time to spend with my family or to connect with those things that are important to me because that's what makes me uh, you know me Mm -hmm. those things that I enjoy those things that are important it can be difficult but I really do think we have to be able to be aware just of our boundaries and when those boundaries um, are kind of being stretched now we all know sometimes with work you know things do carry over into our home life and we do have to do some things outside of those normal uh, kind of hours but uh, and sometimes that's okay but when that's a regular thing when we're feeling like we have to do those things rather than we want to do those things that's when it can result in uh, difficulties with our mental health.
1: Yeah absolutely and and thinking thinking about the stress side of things what what the signs and symptoms that our teleperformers and, and individuals within teleperformance should look out for in others and in themselves about being under too much stress or those on the cusp of risk of burnout? What, yeah. what are those signs and symptoms we should look for? I think when we think about when we feel
0: stressed, we'll notice things in ourselves in terms of how we behave and how we feel and perhaps how we're thinking so maybe you know if we're becoming more tearful than usual or maybe you know we get angry at things more quickly or perhaps we're a bit more impatient or irritable um with people around us that might be those signs of stress um sometimes stress. Stays around in our body for quite some time, and what happens is that we notice the physical symptoms first. So mm-hmm. we might feel unwell. We might notice that we um, are not sleeping very well. We might notice that we've got muscle aches and pains. Um, but I think if we're noticing any of those changes in in terms of the way that we're thinking, so our psychological health, you know, if we're if we're worrying too much if we're overthinking things or reading into situations or being a bit more paranoid, then perhaps our psychological health is being impacted. And then if that's leading to some emotional behaviour, or leading to some physical symptoms as well, it really is time to kind of think about looking after ourselves, because all those, all those symptoms are signs of stress, it's about us having kind of reached, you know, that tipping point where we feel that we can't take any any more and we react in that way that might be a bit out of order out of the ordinary for us and that's yeah. the same with our colleagues as well if we start noticing things about our colleagues and um, noticing behavior that's different it could well be that that person is also you know feeling quite stressed we don't really ever know do we what's going on for individuals in their life so yeah. they could be reacting to things in a different way and that could just um, you know let us know that perhaps they are struggling with yeah. their mental health and with what's going on for them.
1: Yeah and what type of things do you think as individuals we can do to better manage but also to better cope with these challenges? Yeah the first thing for
0: me Lisa is self-awareness. So many yeah. times we keep our head down, we carry on, we might be slightly aware that we you know we're feeling a bit more emotional or we're tired but sometimes we're just carry on regardless we just keep going and the first thing for me the really important thing is to be more self-aware is to know when we're noticing those changes to our mental health we perhaps are more attuned to the physical health side of ourselves you know if we've got if we're feeling ill or we've got you know a tummy ache or we've we've sprained our ankle we're much more attuned to that aren't we we notice it more or less straight away But when we are struggling with our mental health, I think it takes us a bit longer to accept that that, that's, you know, what might be going on. So the first thing for me is just to be really self-aware of noticing changes to yourself in terms of the way that you're thinking, the way that you're feeling, the way that you're behaving. And then when you do that, it's finding those coping techniques that work for you. And it's different for everyone. Um, those things that you can engage in that might one help you manage those stressful uh, feelings in that moment so you know when Mm -hmm. something happens whether it's a difficult call that you might be taking maybe it's interaction with someone when you notice that about yourself being able to find things that work for you in that moment to bring a bit of calmness to it some people find that deep breathing some people go out for a walk but whatever it is Self in that moment and then I think there's things there's things that we can think about that give us more longer term benefits that perhaps help us to manage that stress in the longer term so perhaps we don't hit that tipping point as soon and that's all to do with building our resilience and again self-care is a big part of that but it's doing it as, as a habit it's doing that as part of your resilience toolkit not just engaging in it when you feel really stressed, it's actually making it part of your daily habits. So I think if we can do that, that will help us to cope with the challenges that we get. Um, Learning ways to build resilience. Um, There's lots of different ways that we can do that, from thinking about the way that we're thinking to actually thinking about how we accept our situations. There's many ways. So I think if we can stay curious about about that as well and build our resilience toolkit then that's going to help us cope
1: in those difficult times too yeah definitely definitely and then the final question which is probably absolutely going to be hugely insightful for our supervisor and, and managers is what advice would you give the leaders of the organization to so those managers when it comes to taking care of the mental health of their teams so what, yeah. what advice would you give us for that
0: yeah. And I think for me with this, what we sometimes forget as supervisors, our team leaders, our team managers is the impact and influence we can have on our teams. Um, and we have to be able to support people with their emotional, their mental health, as well as their physical health in that role. We have a responsibility to do that. And I think for me, one, it's first about establishing relationships with the people that we're responsible for um, so that we can start to create those conditions. Remember, we talked about having the right environment for people to talk about how they're feeling. That, you know, anybody who's managing people plays a big part in creating those environments because what individuals are doing, they're watching and they're learning what's going on from their manager, from their team leader. So if we can engage in behaviours that say to people, So it's okay for you to talk about your mental health. I want to be able to help you. I want to I want you to be able to do your job in the best way possible. And if we can get our our managers, our team leaders to be thinking about that and creating those environments, then we're going to be able to encourage more people to talk about their mental health and well-being. But it's also looking out for those signs that somebody might be struggling, they might not be themselves. And that could either be through behavioural indicators we might notice about our teams. It could be in KPIs and targets that we're seeing coming through where we suddenly notice a change. Those things might indicate to us that we that we should have a conversation with someone about how, how they're feeling about what things are like for them and um, mm-hmm. so that we can help people perform at their best, really. So it's really just being connected to your teams and any change in behavior but as uh, but also being able to um be more comfortable with approaching those situations you know so learning about the best way to do that because if we think about what we talked about earlier where we know that some people you know many people um don't talk about their mental health for many different reasons if some of that is down to fear of being judged or or, or shamed and you know so they don't talk out because of that and then if we've got managers and team leaders who don't want to open up the conversation because they're fearful of it then we're always going to stay in this place where people feel reluctant to talk about it so there's things that we can do as managers and leaders to understand our team better and create those environments but learn to educate ourselves as well about the topic around mental health so we feel more comfortable with it when we're approaching our team's
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we've come to the end of our podcast for today. Thank you so, so much, Jill, for answering these questions and sharing your advice and your expertise with us. Um, In terms of moving forward, so for the viewers, the listeners and anybody that's on who's intrigued about this subject and wants to know a little bit more about mental health, We've got several bites, posters, support materials on various topics around mental health on our global workspace, our Passion for You workspace. So please do take the time to check it out, to reach out to any colleagues or members of staff or anybody that you work with that you feel may have some of these signs and symptoms and reach out to just be there to listen so we know that together we can help break the stigma around talking openly about mental health and making people aware that it's okay to not be okay and we're there as teleperformance to be able to give them the support that they need again a huge thank you from me to you jill um, for taking the time out today uh, and thank you very much enjoy your day everybody and it was a pleasure thanks lisa
0: what about you how did you like it go ahead and share this podcast See you later. Teleperformance on Spotify. Feel the connection.